Welcome to the Average Fan of Wrestling podcast where we don't predict what's next, but take what's already happened and book the upcoming shows with realistic content. We plan on being wrong most of the time, but we're going to have a hell of a time doing it. This is episode 11 entitled The Couple Syndrome. I'm Jason, and as always, I'm joined by the Funaki to my Takamishinoku, Chris. Is it choppy choppy pee pee? No, that's Taka. I wanted you to do the Funaki. It's only one word. There it is. That's (laughs) what I was looking for. I got I got him crossed (laughs) up, man. I got him crossed up. It's all right. It's all right. So uh, I wanted to see what you're going to do with that one. I almost forgot to make one of those. I had to think of one off the fly (laughs) this this morning here. That was good. That was good, though. Thank you. Um, We're coming off a fast lane headed into WrestleMania. We have a bunch Uh, to talk about today. WrestleMania card is taking shape. If you heard Chris, that was that was a that was a moan from Chris. Yeah, he's super super excited to do the show. Almost like me. I can't. I don't know if it was last week. I think it was the week before actually, where I was just completely unenthused Mm -hmm. with with what was going on. So I think we're gonna get. We're we'll we'll, the, the tides will change for today. So. Um, so we'll get into reviewing the go home to SmackDown. We're not going to spend too much time on that. We'll talk fast lane, mainly talk the fallout from raw. And then we will discuss the bookings for SmackDown and raw talk about how WrestleMania changed. We'll start very, very, very early money in the bank talk. Um, since that's the pay-per-view after WrestleMania and we'll get into it. So, uh, before we get into the shows, let's go to some non-show related business. I had three things on here that we can just discuss real quick. Um, first, the NXT Tag Champs tag titles have been vacated um, with due to injury. So, it, it's a really good opportunity to, you know, not have more champions for right now even though that's not what they're going to do. Um, I'm hoping they actually just give the tag titles a break for a little bit, have them integrate to the main roster or something. They have an opportunity here to do something. So hopefully they'll make it, make a better choice than, than reflooding with too many championships. Like we've talked about over the past few weeks. I'd love to think they'll do that, but I, no, I don't think so either. Yeah. I, uh, they'll just do a tournament. That's all they seem to do down there. (laughs) Right. Who won the, I can't remember who won the dusty tournament. Oh, Uh, it was, I think, I believe it was a team that came from, um, impact. I don't know know their name there. They were newer. Right. I think you're right. So I'm thinking what they'll, maybe they'll just do a dusty final rematch for the titles or something. I don't know. Hopefully they'll make it interesting. Yeah. I mean, now you have something to build, at least you can build something unique to the, toward the takeover shows right before WrestleMania. So hopefully we'll see something there. Uh, the second piece, Eric Bischoff going into the hall of fame. Mm-hmm. which was good to see at Deserve. the same time at the same time batista's bowing out this year um so batista would have been that big name where you always had that one huge huge name mm-hmm. so batista's out for this year so i'm wondering now will bischoff be the big one will he be the the, the big entry or will they replace batista with someone last minute there's only about two or three weeks to go so well we know it won't be them- christian we know it won't be quite Christian or the big show. Um, but is the time where they do an undertaker who has nothing going on for WrestleMania? I, well, John Cena is already not available for the weekend. Um, so so, someone, someone huge, a rock, you know what I mean? Like rock. Well, I, I, they'd have to build bigger for, for those guys. Is though, he I not think. in yet? I thought he was in already. Uh, is he? I don't, I don't know. I, I could I be think. wrong, but I thought he was already in, but I, I could be out there. 
I'm not sure, but so I, we have that. And then go ahead. I find it very fitting. I know it was uh, not something they did intentionally. COVID ended up kind of messing us up with not having an actual induction ceremony last year. But I do really like the fact that Eric Bischoff goes in the same year the NWO goes in. Right. That's, that's very fitting. fitting. Yeah. So maybe that, that makes more sense. The NWO should be like the big ones. Yeah. That, that go in. Um, you don't need anything really bigger than that. No. And then lastly, we touched on this last week, and we're hoping it actually wouldn't happen, but it did. Um, Andrade was officially released. Yeah. That's, a, that's a huge disappointment and a shame. huge shame. Which, which, when we talk about Raw and the title of the show, which, um, which is the couple syndrome, you know, it says Charlotte's out with COVID, but with all this news of Andrade and Charlotte not being on TV based on the past that we've seen here with the way spouses of people who are, or significant others of those who are released or treated, you know, is this going to diminish Charlotte? Is that the main reason? Because, you know, if you're out with COVID, think about when Drew, Drew McIntyre was out with COVID, he missed a couple weeks. He still did these promos. They still built for him mm-hmm. to wrestle at, um, the Royal Rumble, I believe it was when yep. it was building to Goldberg. You could have done the exact same thing here with Charlotte because you still have three weeks till Mania, but instead they're saying, "Nope, Charlotte's out." So I'm wondering, is is this something a little different? Um, is Charlotte on the out? Is, is wrong here? So I like to think not, but knowing knowing how this company works, it's very possible. I mean, they can say all they want that it's not to punish anybody, but I mean. It's Lana, almost as Lana gets nothing but punished the minute that Rusev leaves. Alistair um, Black it, hasn't been seen since dropping yeah. that feud to to uh, Kevin Owens since back in like Sel- October. Selena Vega was released. All of a sudden, there's nothing to do with him. Yep. Uh, even tied to her again, Andrade. I know they were only you know, on, on screen. Uh, right, but still, but same thing. Yeah, same thing. It's just like... Oh. It's almost like one person one person causes the trouble, and there's just this spider web of, yep. of um, consequences, which is a shame, so... So we'll talk a little bit more about that when we review Raw, but let's get into the take-home edition of SmackDown again. We'll, we'll, we'll just talk about this. We're not going to get too, um, too in-depth with SmackDown here because it's really more about Fastlane. Um, we had Edge beat Jey Uso to become the special guest enforcer. Uh, there, that one really wasn't in question at all. Um, and we'll, when we talk Fastlane, we'll talk about Edge's involvement in that main event match. It's one of those. It, it's an interesting thing. You either I think yeah. you either love it or hate it. You're yeah. you're not. There's no middle ground here. No. You're very much like the Fiend and Bray Wyatt, right? I mean, the Fiend and uh, Randy Orton. You either love the love the the whole thing or you hate it. So. Yep. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's those are two of the choices. Yeah. Yep. The, the, so there's some in the middle. You know, those those two programs, especially right now, there's no middle ground. It's all, it's one or the other. So we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, the Intercontinental title, um, it was just an interview that turned into a brawl. Um, I was hoping someone would get hit with a golf cart, but it didn't happen. Um, what we did notice over the past few weeks, and they only did it once, is that Apollo's coming out by himself now. It looks like they got rid of his militia men or scammers or bodyguards, whatever they were going to be. Um, we haven't seen them since that first week, that first promo where he came out, talked about being... Yeah, the Nigerian prince or whatever the hell he sending is. Sending you his um, bank account information so he could send you exactly. $100,000. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but we haven't seen those two guys since. So I'm wondering if they just scrapped that because it's too easy to make. I mean, look how many jokes we've made. They were only on screen once for about yeah, five exactly. minutes. So I'm sure they got a whole bunch of stuff. 
Um, and that just set up the title match at Fastlane. The tag title picture, which I actually didn't hate this too much, and hopefully if they book it right, it can lead to something good. We had the Mysterios who beat the Street Profits pretty quickly, actually. Then you had the Alpha Academy come out and beat the Mysterios. I mistyped that. Beat the Mysterios. So we have just a muddy picture here in mm-hmm. the tag title who gets the, the title match. So, you know, we've, we've had it written down as, as that fatal four away for a while now. Um, so we just need to officially get there. And I think we can get there this week. SmackDown women's title. We had Sasha Banks retain over Nia Jax. And we're now, we saw the, the beginning of the fractures between Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Baszler went in to try to help Nia and end up kicking Nia. It was, it was awkward looking um, because the way that Sasha Banks had the bank statement on, it's like, no, you, you, there's really no way to move. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yep. if, you know, Roman Reigns ducks and hits at, you know, Dan O'Brien hits edge, like that's one thing, but you have them, they're stationary. Like you really can't move. So <laughs> it's shaded basically hit Nia Jax, you know, it's on purpose. Um, but that, you know, we still had Reginald involved again. Um we had we also had Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler go to a quick no contest when Natina Tamina and Natalia came out. Right. So hopefully that will set up the multi woman tag match. I think both these tag matches here are going to be multi teams. It makes sense. Um, you know, you want everyone to get that WrestleMania payday, and you can get a lot of people in these mixed matches here. So. Um, other than that, we had Rollins cut a promo on Cesaro, but was interrupted by Nakamura. Um, Nakamura knocked him down, which set up their fast lane match. And then you had Baron Corbin beat Sami Zayn in what they called the match no one wanted to see, which I thought was really well done and funny. It was like they had this whole big promo pat- package about the match that nobody asked for and nobody <laughs> wanted to see. Um, it was funny the way they did that. It's like, it's, that's that's like reverse psychology at its best, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. Why well, don't they um, want but, to see it now? I got to watch. Right, because um, they're not bad. I mean, they both could put on a good match. Oh, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. So it's like, um, but the big story about this one was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens reigniting their feud, which will lead to WrestleMania, which is good. I I, I personally like that. I hope I'm excited to see that again, um, just because it's different roles for both of them. We haven't seen face uh, Owens versus heel Zayn yet. No, and, uh, you know, we know they can put on a great match. So, I mean, they got to fill two nights at WrestleMania. I'd much rather them do that than just have, out of the blue, uh, a Baron Corbin-Elias match for no reason. Right. That doesn't interest me. But Zayn and Owens? Okay. Seen that a lot before, but every time they put on a good show, so I don't mind seeing that again. Yeah. Um, be interesting. So, anything else on SmackDown, or you want to just get into what was Fastlane? Uh, just real quick, I was wrong about the whole Edge and Uso match. I thought for sure that would be a, a screwy finish leading to them both mm-hmm. being enforcers. Uh, and I do think you're correct on your estimation as where they're going with the tag title picture. Uh, and that is a muddy, a muddy scene, but I think that's what they want and it's working pretty well. So I think yeah. the multi-team match is definitely in the future on Mania, which is, is cool. I look forward right. to seeing that. Yeah. And hopefully we can muddy it up a little more. I even, I even wrote that in the notes for this week that we're going to muddy it up even more. It'll, it'll work. Um, don't know. Actually, can't even tell who's going to win that match. But no. we're going to we're going to muddy it up. Um, all right, let's get to Fastlane. So, mixed 
mixed feelings on some of these uh, matches yeah. and stories here. Yeah. Um, this first one, though, I'm 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 partially intrigued on. Partially intrigued on. We have our resident bro, uh, Riddle pinned mm-hmm. Ali. That's not the story. No. The story is is everyone afterwards leaving Ali and dissolving retribution, or I should say, appearing to dissolve retribution. So my question is, where do you think these four end up? Hopefully in a group where they don't have to wear masks. Uh, Great. So masks, do you think they're I don't know what NXT? It is. Do you think they're um, on Raw? I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't think you bring up the masks because it just throws me off so much. They're all so awkward. Yeah. When you add the, when you add the, the masks to, to, to their names, uh, none of the whole package works for me. Right. So you just have them come out as themselves they can still be a group whether they're looking for a new leader or they nominate a new leader whatever um i think going back to nxt would be good for them so do i i really do i don't think there's room for them on the main roster and someone there can you know you can have i don't i I can't think of anyone i know the one person i would choose is i know the person we don't want to put on there to lead that group in nxt and it'll be almost blasphemous to say at this point so i don't even want to say his name but I, there is one person I think would benefit most from leading that group. Who's that? Mr. Mia Yim. Oh, I was actually going to say, I was going to actually say Mia Yim. Yeah. I, I mean, having a woman lead that group would be great. That'd be awesome. But I think if you have someone and you need that, that, that big name, because mm-hmm. Ali was quote unquote, the big name out of the five, which is true. Um, I think Keith Lee, but I don't want to send him back down to NXT quite yet. But we haven't I'd seen Hell or High Water. I'd be happy just to see him on TV at this point. Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, keeping him and Mia Yim together, too. Again, the couple syndrome, right? So, I'm wondering if if they'll do something like that. But we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, but Riddle, he's moving on. He's got a new feud that will be popping up, which is good. Because I, if it's not Keith Lee, then at least we have a, a new feud for him and someone to... Right. Well, we'll talk about that when we get to Raw. Um I think I know where they're going to go with this. And then I'll try to book the opposite um, each week. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Uh, when we get, when we get into the show, we, we have Shane Baszler, Nia Jack, speeding Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. They retain their titles. Um, more of the same, man, more of the same. Uh, the dissension between Banks and Belair at the end, you had Banks slapping Belair, knocked her down. Belair was, you know, she's you know she's supposed to be one of the strongest. Mm-hmm. You know, smack the hell out of her back. What are you doing? Just taking that smack? Like she, you don't take the smack. You you fight back. Like come yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't blame her for this because this is this is how they're telling her to portray her character. We all know how talented she is. Of course, no, no, I'm, that's what I'm um, saying. I'm like that. I'm not saying that was a. Oh right, no. If, if they was, were on the streets, they'd still be going right. Right, now. right. I was I was saying that to, to before my next point, which was. I got it. Ever since she won the Royal Rumble, she's looked weak as hell. Oh, yeah. Dude, first of all, I did all the, you know, she's the ESD. She's the fastest, strongest, all this. And she very well could be. She's insanely strong. She's she's tremendous. But they have her, I'm so happy to be here. The smiley, giggly, bubbly, all of a sudden. Bailey, yeah. Not exactly. <laughs> not not the badass girl who can do anything. But, you know, oh, my God, my, my parents are so proud of me and this and that. Look, that video of her parents freaking out when she won was really cute one time. And it got to a point where it's like, okay, we've seen it. Right. And ever since then, it's like she's she's been 
she's been afraid to be her badass self. And it's right. like, I, I don't get it. Like, this should be the time when she kicks it up to 11, not turns it down to three. Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. Just more bad booking. Yeah. So this, you know, at least we have a, th- I'm glad we only have three weeks till WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're telling the story for her to take all these beatings, take all these beatings and then win the title. Like that's the, if they, if they go traditional booking here, it's pretty obvious where they're going. Um, but we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. They maybe make it a little more interesting. Um, we had Big E who beat Apollo by rolling him up. It was a really awkward roll up. Two big dudes. I mean, it's 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 hard to have a yeah. good roll up and yeah. two big guys. But I mean, this this result obviously did was only to further the story. Um, the the main thing I took out of this is it changed my WrestleMania Intercontinental Title match um, from a multi man match to a one on one, based on that result right there. Um, I'm no longer convinced it'll be a multi-man ladder match. I think it'll be a, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to, to the WrestleMania bookings, but mm-hmm. um, I think it's pretty obvious where they're going with this one too. Um, and just, if you want to jump in on anything, go ahead. Just, if that's, I mean, you, you know, it, it was good. I liked the beginning when them big, he was uh, really talking trash to him while he was beating them down pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. He slipped up. He did something that he shouldn't have done. And uh, Apollo took advantage of it by kicking the knee. Yeah. It was a good match, an awkward finish, but I think, you know. I mean, that's fine. Again, this, this was only yeah. meant to transition. To this the is a build-up match, this. exactly, so that's fine. Exactly, so. Uh, and it'll, it'll be different when the fans are back and you won't be able to hear that level of, since because since the fans have gone, you could hear them doing more of the trash talk because yes. you need something to fill that fill that noise, fill that exactly. time, you yep. know what I mean? You can only hear Michael Cole so often saying something, right? So It's boss time. Yeah, well, I mean, it was, it was awkward when we started the uh, – when they started the performance center and they're doing the moves, like, you know, the wrestlers could just hear Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Yeah. Even when they would do the replays, you could yep. hear them on replay. So it must've been really, you know, really weird. Like, yeah, you guys are really loud right here and you can normally not hear the commentary. So it's, yeah. I'm hoping when we get to it, like the go home episode to WrestleMania, I, I hope they give me a reason and I, that it's that they can destroy the Thunderdome. I want them to break the screens. I want that. You know what I mean? Something oh, yeah. crazy, yeah. whether it's, whether it's people literally breaking the screen or something with the fiend, putting the whole place on fire before they, they, they take it all down. You know what I mean? That's like they, a really good opportunity. If they can, yeah, it'd be yeah. great. You know what I mean? Um, I was trying to think of a way to, to, to fit that in over the next few weeks, but well, you know, how you don't, you know, how you don't blow it up by booking an exploding barbed wire death match. Exactly. You don't blow it up that way. No, 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 no. Um, <sighs> Next, we have everyone's favorite feud. It was supposed to be Braun versus Shane McMahon. And then they showed, oh, Shane hurt his knee training. And, oh, now he has ice. Oh, yeah, Elias, take over for him. And then Braun beat Elias. Um, I mean, and then when we talk about what happened on Raw, like, this was so incredibly predictable. It was was frightening. Um, And not good. Nah, it's just not good. Not good. So um, the way I'm, when we talk about the bookings, I'm, I'm trying to salvage it as much as possible here. And I, I, I feel like there's only one way to salvage this. Um, Time machine. <laughs> there are only two ways to salvage this <laughs> one. That, <laughs> so we'll see how that goes when we talk about it. Um, Rollins and Nakamura in a decent match. Those two, oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. probably couldn't have a bad match, but you know, Rollins beat Nakamura. This, I guess the surprising part about this, we've not seen seen or heard from Cesaro in the last two weeks. 
Um, I think they're trying to sell that Rollins injured him. I don't. I don't think he's really injured, but I think they're trying no, to. sell I don't sell think that. so either. But it's just in the yeah. in this world of yeah. you know COVID and all this stuff. And Charlotte was out. With McIntyre was out a few months ago. Yeah, who, who knows what's actually going on? Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. Um, next we had Alexa Bliss, and I put in quotation mark beat Randy Orton. Oh, you missed McIntyre and Sheamus. Oh, I did miss McIntyre and Sheamus. I'm sorry. Yeah, Drew McIntyre pinned Sheamus. Another hard hitting match. Kind of everything you thought it was going to be. Um, Sheamus's back looked awesome at the end of that match. Got all beat to hell. Uh, uh, but again, another step to get to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they're going to move on. What they've done on Raw, actually, like what they did with this kind of the, this whole the, the two stories here, because you need McIntyre to just focus on the hurt business. You right. need Sheamus to transition to something. So I think they did well. I like I like both, these, both. Yeah, I like both these guys, and they, they, they the match was entertaining. Uh, they both you know busted their ass, but like, if this was gonna be a no holds barred match, why did they have the match two weeks ago be a no holds barred match on SmackDown? Yeah, didn't make any sense. Like, right. you should have just if you wanted to have two matches. I know we're past the world where we use pay per views to build up to other pay per views. Uh, we did a little bit in this one, but not nearly like they used to. Right. So. Why the last two pay-per-views? Because you have one every three weeks. Did you not right. have these two facing fighting to a no contest and then have the no holds barred? Yeah, I mean, and even or even if you put stakes to this and said this is to see who faces Lashley, yeah, at exactly WrestleMania. So Make it's it just matter. Like, put yeah, then there were no stakes so, because they just said right after. You know, I think it was the this RAW. I think it was yeah, it was this RAW where they said it's official. It'll be McIntyre mm-hmm. and Lashley. So it's like, you know, you could have waited a week on that. Like it's not going to change the number of buys. No. Like nope. every, it's going to sell out regardless. Like they're going to sell out every single show for the next four years right now, especially at limited capacity. So it's exactly. like, so it's like there's you can focus more on the story and not you don't need to rush with all these matches. They rushed a lot mm-hmm. this this week, especially especially the way they ended the the show where they you have Alexa Bliss and well we'll talk about that. Yeah, but just how fast it went from the quote-unquote challenge to making the match official for the Fiend and Ray Newton. It's like, we, I, we know it's, you know, pre-booked, obviously, but, like, you got to suspend reality a little yeah. bit here. So Pretend <laughs> pretend we don't know that. Make, make, us believe exactly. it's not, make us believe it's not predetermined. Like, when you can believe, that's when it's entertaining. Like, exactly. So it's just <laughs> I, a I, rush. I know – that in real life, everyone says Roman Reigns is a nice guy, but he's such a good heel. You hate him when you're watching him because he's right. that good. He makes you believe he's that asshole. You know, it's like that's what we need more of. And it just it. This was a fine match, but we saw it two weeks ago and there were no stakes. So why? Repetitive. Exactly. Why so, am I going to care? Well, let's move on from it now. We can finally move on from it. It's just it's a placeholder for a you know you needed a two and a half three hour show. They put in a good twenty something minutes, beating the crap out of each other. So there you go. Um, and then Alexa Bliss now officially has a, a victory over Randy Orton on paper. <laughs> um, again, nothing really surprising about this. Um, I thought Bliss would take some bumps and no sell them. That's yes. kind of the direction I was going. Yep. But um, we, we saw what we really didn't want to see, which was the fiend. Um, but I guess, again, for the story, you need to see Charcoal Fiend before we can get regular fiend and bet, get Ray Wyatt back. Um, yeah. I'm thinking, I've been thinking a lot about where they could go with this. And I'm like, all right, charcoal fiend beats 
Randy Orton at Mania. But then, how would you? Uh, do, do I want to sit? No, I'll say it now because I can't. I can't not because I think it's such a great idea. It won't happen. But again, the Monday after WrestleMania, the Raw after Mania, you know who comes out? Husky Harris, and they reset his entire career. <laughs> so now you have Husky Harris. Oh my god. Out. And you kind of like, oh, he's been burned, and now he's reborn, and now Husky Harris, he's around for a few weeks. Then he transitions to Bray Wyatt back again with the chair. It's kind of a faster transition until he's back to this Firefly Funhouse, like maybe up through SummerSlam or uh, Survivor Series. Like, but you just get it's just kind of like, oh, he's been literally reborn. It's like regrowing so like, root. Hell, he, he could, you know what? He could come out as IRS first. You know what I mean? Oh, forget that. Go back all the, back to the Varsity Club. Uh, like exactly, Varsity Club version of his Jack dad. Mullen, yeah, like, yep. go to his grandpa. Like we can go. Like just like I think it. Like there's there's a lot of different directions you could go with this. And if we're gonna go with he was burned and now he's reborn, let's just go for it. And I think it could be super entertaining. So I don't know, Bruce, if you are listening, make that happen. Well, Bruce me. can't even record his own podcast, so I don't think he's listening to oh, anything else. Is he? I I I'm behind. I haven't listened to them in a while. So. Oh, I've listened to everyone. Uh, religiously, I actually have the subscription to their uh, their Patreon to get all of them ahead of time. Oh, nice! And uh, yeah, he spent two weeks of uh, poor Conrad having to do uh, old episodes, shows. Where yeah. pretty much old episodes where he puts his you know it, it, um kind of behind the scenes information and in just to try to yeah, put yeah. something out there. So yeah, I haven't listened since. No, I mean I'm I have them when I open up my podcast app, they're all there, but it's been since November. I just. I got a little burnt out just because I was listening to so many at once. And I just, I, you know, I'll go through phases. Right. So it's oh, yeah. like yeah. now when I catch up, I'll, I'll catch, you know, the first, when I first saw it, I started, you know, when 83 weeks first came out, I was like two and a half years behind. I didn't really know what podcast, you know what I mean? Like I yep. wasn't a, I'm like, oh, I'll just listen to the radio, listen to audiobooks, whatever. I'm like, Oh, let's check out this podcast thing. I'm like, Oh, look, all this wrestling content. So by the time I got caught up current with 83 weeks, I'm like, all right, I've heard all of Eric Bischoff's stories a million times. Let me take a break from him. And then they keep talking about Bruce Pritchard. Hey, let's look at Bruce's. So, and then hell, they'll start talking about ours and then it'll be a vicious cycle. Um, yeah. Kurt Angle's got one now with Conrad. Does he? Pretty good. Oh, does he? That's yeah, cool. Pretty good. Yeah. I need to get back into, I need to re, re uh, introduce myself to, to those. Um, Lastly, on Fastlane, we had Roman Reigns beat Daniel Bryan. This was a good match. Yeah, it was. Very good um, match. Leaves a, lot of, leaves a lot of questions, more questions than answers on what's going to happen next. Um, you had Bryan who accidentally – so I think watching this, I think everyone watching this was waiting for the ref bump. Yep. There was a ref bump that was going to happen because they kept saying Edge will be on the outside. He'll have as much authority as, as a referee. So it's like – so you need the ref bump in order for that to happen. So it's just like, when is it going to happen? When's it going to happen? Um, I mean, how the swerve would have been, nothing happens. And it's just, it was just, you know what I mean? Edge stopping Jey Uso from, from doing anything. Like that would have been the swerve, but then you, you can't really, you, you can't get to where we're going to get, where we're going. Mm-hmm. So um, you had Brian who hit Edge with the chair when Roman Reigns ducked. Um, not a real good chair shot either, to be honest. Uh, hit him square in the shoulder and edge was trying to sell the wrist. It was, it was, it looked off. I watched it back a couple times and just, you know, it was, it was a dink. It mm-hmm. wasn't a, it wasn't yeah. a, you know what I mean? Like we could have taken that shot pretty, pretty easily ourselves. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't very believable there. I'd, I would have rather seen him hit him with a kendo stick exactly. at that, at right. that rate instead of a, 
instead of a chair. Um, so then you had Brian get him back in, it was the label lock, I think. And then you actually saw rain start to tap and then edge hits them both with a chair. Um, spear. I don't even know if it was Superman punch. I think it was just a spear. I think it was just a spear. Yeah. And then spear and a pin and Roman reigns retains. There's no way it's not a triple threat at WrestleMania. Oh, God, no. There's no way. There's, there's so many. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple minutes when we get to booking SmackDown. Um, but anything else, excuse me, anything else on Fastlane you want to talk about before we no, talk please. about Raw? Let's move okay. on as quickly as possible. All right, let's move on to Raw. WWE Championship, we had Bobby Lashley submit Sheamus with the Hurt Lock. Still waiting to see Bobby Lashley do the Claymore. Um, I think it's happening at some point. Yeah, what was nice to see, there was no opening promo. That's what I like. They went yeah, right into the match. That was definitely nice, yeah. Um, we had Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin come out and do all the heel things. Um, but you could tell Lashley and MVP didn't really want that to happen. So, like we talked about last week, we're going to see start seeing that dissension in the Hurt business. And they went pretty pretty, pretty heavy on that this week. Um, at, that, at this rate, when we book Raw, I think we're going to get the full thing next week, actually. At this point, that's how I would book the full thing now, just to get it over with um yeah benjamin and alexander beating sheamus down after the match bobby lashley just sat there and watched with mvp but drew mcintyre came down for the save um which in the backstage promos hey it's all about respect and yeah we beat the hell out of each other we haven't liked each other i don't like his ass anymore but i'm still gonna save him like sure the the, the logic on that was flimsy at best yes um and then also later in the night, we had Drew McIntyre beat Benjamin and Alexander in a handicap match, which added a, I guess, a stipulation of they can't be at ringside at WrestleMania, which is silly. That's a silly, uh, uh, what do you call it? Stip. But yeah. I guess, I guess it's necessary. Well, I like what they're doing where they're having Alexander and Benjamin kind of come out because it, as you pointed out, MVP has not been coming out with them the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen him with them. He's been with Lashley. So kind of like a way for the two of them to say, to kind of start getting along with the dissension between everybody else and say, well, you're not going to be here for us. We're going to be here for you. And then they can do the whole, you're ungrateful for us being there for you when they tell them to stay out of their business. And that'll unfortunately probably lead to the hurt business breaking up, which is unfortunate because I like them a lot. Um, but well, I think they can replace know. them. Um, sure. I, I just and, hope that, I hope this doesn't lead to Benjamin and Alexander, regardless of stipulation, somehow costing Lashley the championship at WrestleMania. Right, right, right. I think they need to. When we still have three weeks, so we can make the split. Let's let's make the split clean. I don't care if they lay him out and they, you know, pseudo injure him, whatever it's going to be. That's fine over the next couple weeks, but. Um, this actually really opens the door. This the story we talked about this four or five weeks ago. This really opens up both rebuilding the heart business with Ricochet in it, which I still think is 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 going to happen, and then rebuilding Retribution with Ali, Benjamin, and and Alexander. Um, or maybe it's not Retribution, but it's the three of them as a trio. Right. Um, because that would be. I just want another feather. That's all I want. Um. I want, I want, I want that. I just want that to happen. I think it makes so much sense. Um, so we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. We'll talk about how we how we'll book that in a little bit. 
not much with the U.S. title. We see Riddle on his stupid scooter um, and just start poking Sheamus, um, metaphorically, of course, just making fun of him, asking stupid questions. Sheamus finally picks up. I thought he was going to toss and break the scooter, but he did one better and 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 hit uh, hit Riddle in the – I don't know if he hit him in the, in the bros or hit him in the stomach. It was somewhere <laughs> around that area. Oh, but bro. hit him with it and uh you know just his comebacks were like it, it riddle's promos are terrible yes his even if it's his even, character's even, terrible even if it's what he's you know he's, he's doing what he's told to do it's just he's not we've seen the stoner character too many times we don't need another stoner character in 2021 and you can't take him um, seriously once they're in the ring exactly it's a shame because matt riddle's talented in the ring oh yeah he's very talented it's not it's uh, no not perf- it's just it's just riddle there's oh, no right, more matt right. and we can't it's, say that it's not no the more performer. words not the performer i don't like as i said before it's the damn gimmick is just ridiculous right right so hopefully this will lead to a better feud for riddle with sheamus uh we can move sheamus on to a different title um, cruiserweight <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you show up to nxt <laughs> Uh, tag titles, we had Kofi pin AJ Styles. Um, we had a trombone distraction, which was cool. And then the reversal of the Phenomenal Forearm into, phenomenal forearm into the SOS, which was a cool spot. It just it, I wish it was just a tiny bit smoother. I know that was really hard to do, but it was just like you could see that there, there was a reversal coming. I, I thought he was going to get him with the uh, Trouble in Paradise as he was in midair. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, I think we'll, we will see that spot in the next week or so if not at wrestlemania um we'll see the forearm come and the that'd be a, that'd be a cool spot to Absolutely. see at the end. um i'm curious what they're doing with omas and aj styles with omas on the mic kind of saying no i you know hey do you know his favorite ice cream flavor yeah it's this actually it's this hey who's his favorite wrestler you know what i mean like i don't see the purpose because I know the story is like, hey, you guys haven't been a team. You don't deserve to, you know what I mean? Like, you can't function as a team. That storyline would lead to AJ and, and Omos winning. Because, like, hey, we weren't a team. Well, we're the champs now. Right. Um, but then the other way of looking at it, and the way I took it was, like, are they already trying to trying to split these two up and, and sow some seeds for the future here? Um, I'm not ca- sure which way direction they're going with. I kind of think this is just a, a play by the New Day to prove that they're not as close as they may think they are. Because AJ keeps saying that Omos was is like his friend, like his big brother. But it's always been stated up until this feud began just last week or two weeks ago that he was just his essentially his business associate, right? Uh, bodyguard. So they didn't do anything to, to to kind of like establish their friendship to where they would know each other like that. So this is. I know what they're trying to do, but they didn't do a good job of backfilling it to make it make sense. Right. Um, I mean, I can't. I, the only thing I can see, I, I can't see the new day retaining. No, I can't. Uh, no, I can't either. Um, but I'm wondering, like, if I'm long, long, long term booking this, you know, I would have AJ and Omos win at Mania. I would have them because we're gonna, you're gonna start recycling storylines after 20, 30 years, right? You have the turn at Survivor Series, then they then they um, relinquish the tag belts for a tag team title tournament that ends at Royal Rumble. So it's like I could see this long term, this long term, uh, this long term arc. Um, 
but this set definitely is, has Diesel Shawn Michaels written all over it, the way that they're going. I can see that. Um, all right, so Raw Women's. We had a, actually a decent match with Asuka and Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce looked decent out there, which was, mm-hmm. which was good to see. Very underrated. Um, then we have Rhea Ripley coming out after Asuka wins. And finally, about time. About time. Um, and does the challenge to the WrestleMania match just straight up. Because um, you had Charlotte who laid out the challenge, which was never answered. And they have Rhea who did the challenge. Actually, I thought Asuka was going to say no um, because she, she started with the you're not ready for Asuka. And I thought she was going to say no because you're not ready for Asuka. But it was a yes, and that was immediately set up the, the title match, Asuka and Rhea Ripley at Mania. So you, you got your wish there. I do. I wasn't really a fan of just a direct challenge, but I do understand that, uh, you know, with Charlotte being out and not being available, that probably messed up their plans. So they did what they only what they could do. Right. So, um, I, look, Ripley's in WrestleMania for the title. I'm happy with that. I'm not going to complain how it happened. So hopefully they get the right outcome and she walks away with the championship. Right. I, I mean, Asuka's now pushing a year. Oh, yeah. no, because she... Almost. Well, no, because she dropped it to Sasha for a little bit and then got it back. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, that's how memorable that was. Right. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I think it's pretty predictable, too, with real Ripley winning. Yeah. Um, if nothing, to see Charlotte come out and attack her at the end or Charlotte pull a Hulk Hogan WrestleMania 9. Which would <laughs> could you could you imagine? That happens. I'm turning it off. I'm turning it off. <laughs> we'll be watching, and you'll be like, "Hey, did you see that?" No, I, I turned it off an hour ago, dude. I turned it off. <laughs> that would that would suck so bad. Yeah. Um, all right, women's enough. tag women's tag title picture: Jackson Baszler beat Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Um, and my only note on this one was more Reginald garbage. Again, this is they're, they're also setting up. A, I I still think they're setting up a multi-woman tag match Probably. more teams than the, than the smackdown men's um this one had a bunch of of other non-title programs you had the miz pin jeff hardy um the miz challenged bad bunny to a wrestlemania match and bad bunny hits miz with the guitar so as of right now it's billed as a singles match the miz versus bad bunny um i still don't think that's it i still think it's gonna end up being a tag match i do too um, it needs to be I put in here there was an NWO commercial, and usually we fast forward through the commercials, but this one caught my eye. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like leading up to, because like in the old ones, like if they did this is sponsored by the NWO, they would be like as they were going to commercial or coming back from commercial. But this was in the middle of the commercials, so I said the following is sponsored by the NWO, and it had just Hall, Nash, and and Hogan. It had the Carmax sign on the bottom, so it was like it was a, the sponsor thing, but it was just it was just highlights of them. And I'm trying to think, like, why the hell are they doing this? What is the purpose of this? Um, and then it took a little while. Um, I'm like, it could be. I, first, I thought it was something to do with Hogan being the host of WrestleMania. Right. Um, but I don't think that is. I think it's just more Hall of Fame yeah. hype. That's it took, I, I just I couldn't. But at the time, I'm like, why are they doing this? What is the purpose of this? Um, I started going in a hole. I started going down a big rabbit hole. But um, I think it's just scratching the surface here. It's just try to build some some hype <laughs> or just nostalgia. 
Hogan's going to pull a WrestleMania 9 and uh, beat Bobby Lashley after the main event, brother. Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? Guy can't even do a leg drop right now. Um, he, like, crunches fifth and sixth vertebrae. I don't even know if that's the right terminology. But if that happened, you'd, you'd see half the people fucking just, just absolutely just cancel Peacock right there. But then the other, but then you'd have other people who would be like, "Oh my god, you know." I mean, you'd have the nostalgia freaks who'd be like, "Not, nah, I'm." Mean, it's, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen. But it was, I just found that interesting. They threw that in the middle. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, also, I wonder if they'll do it on SmackDown as well this week. So probably, I'll, probably. I'll take a, try to when I'm fast forwarding through the commercials, try to pay attention. Well, no, because Fox has the auto resume, so I might have to skip the auto resume and actually watch the. Uh, Sometimes I just I just like hit the, the button and it skips the commercials completely. Right. So uh, I'm gonna have to slow it down. Um, what else we had? We had Elias Riker and Shane McMahon still doing a song about how Braun Strowman's stupid. Strowman beat Elias again. Shane hits Braun with the crutch, showing he's not injured. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. The one interesting thing that came out of this. You know, Braun challenged Shane for the match at Mania. We all saw it coming, but Shane says, I will take you on in any match um, that that Braun wants. So that's the only redeeming thing about this is that it actually opens up a lot of possibilities. And we can, I, there's only one way that I can redeem that I think we can redeem this. And when we book Raw, we'll get to it. Okay. Um, and then you had the end of the show here with Orton saying he's going to summon the fiend. Alexa Bliss comes down. You have him throw what, you know, oh, that smell is gasoline. So probably water yeah. all over the fiend. The fiend RK, uh, Orton RKO's him. Um, then Alexa Bliss tries to sneak into the ring and then they're kind of just frozen there while the fiend gets back up. Then Amanda Bacall, Sister Abigail, Bliss points to the WrestleMania sign with the fire and stuff. That was a cool visual with the fire coming up to the sides and behind the WrestleMania sign. That was fun to see. But then immediately they say, and now it's official for WrestleMania. It's just like those damn, those moments down. like uh, the other Save day. It. Yeah, exactly. The other day in the match uh, at, at Fastlane. It, it, first of all, all the all the Alexa Bliss magical power stuff with her making the lighting grid fall and stuff. I could have done without that. Right. I like the way you had booked it, where she just comes in and no sells a bunch of stuff, and then the fiend pops up, or we think the fiend is there, but that didn't happen. Whatever, and then this where the fiend's laid out, and and she's just staring at Orton without a crowd there, to kind of make noise and add some ambiance to it. It just seems so long and drawn out. Yeah, it's like they were staring at each other for five minutes, and then Orton turns around like, oh, this, <laughs> this demon from hell that you can't banish is standing. Be- I'm, I have my back turned to him for five minutes. What bad could yeah. possibly happen? I mean, he should have no sold the RKO. The moment his back is turned, mm-hmm. he's right back up. Yep. That at least would have been a little more effective, but I don't know. Maybe he can't pop right back up because he's charcoal. I like everyone involved, but his storyline's really jumping the shark with me personally. So, I mean, I still yeah. like it I because I, I, I can't. No, I, I've already committed to. Right. I just like, I got to stick with it. Um, but now you got to pay it off. And I think I know how they're going to pay it off, and I hope they don't. Um, but I like I, your I, idea. Just bring Husky Harris back. I think that would be great. Just <laughs> end it and end the feud, and then, re, and then, and then the, Bray Wyatt is reborn from the beginning. Different character every month. Exactly. Yeah. Um, or, or, you know, you have Husky Harris, and then he drops a match to 
Keith Slater or someone, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Wade Barrett. I doubt he's going to get in the ring, but like someone who's in the company, you know what I mean? Someone who could do something that'd be great. Um, All right. You want to get into some booking? Let's do it. All right. So this will be for SmackDown for Friday, March 26th universal title. I think this is going to be pretty predictable. What's going to happen. You have Daniel Bryan, who's going to have the gripes. Look, I made Roman Reigns tap out. Here it is. Edge, if it wasn't for you, I'd be champion right yep. now. We get that. Roman Reigns is going to come out and be like, nope, I've beaten you twice now. Your chances are done. You can't do this. I mean, if it, had, if it does anything other than that, and I'm nervous that they're just going to say it's a triple threat match without anything, without any, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I have a feeling it's just going to, I have a feeling they're just going to say it and that's what it's going to be, but I hope. We, we get the story at least because if we're going to commit, we got to commit to the story. If we open uh, SmackDown with Adam Pierce in the ring, I'll be like, God damn, there we go. If it's anyone, it should be Stephanie McMahon, unfortunately. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at this level, it shouldn't be Adam Pierce. Like you should put a higher person up oh, there, yeah, right? Yeah. And you can't put Shane. Um, <laughs> yeah, then, exactly. then it'd be Triple H actually might be the person. Um, but we'll have that. We'll have Roman come out. Nope, too bad. Beat you again. Then Edge comes out and just you know, this is a bunch of BS and goes, you know, just starts railing on both of them. And then what we'll do is we'll have Daniel Bryan challenge edge to a match with the stipulation. If, if Daniel Bryan wins, he'll be inserted into the main event. Um, whether that be for this week's SmackDown or the next week's SmackDown, I don't care, but I think either way that match ends with a Eddie Guerrero attempt to cheat for the DQ type of thing. Like, you see the uh, they won't do this because they just did this spot with ricochet and uh the hurt business a few months ago but but like somehow daniel bryan will manufacture a disqualification you know manufacture disqualification on edge's part so to win the match it won't be a clean win daniel bryan won't cleanly beat edge but there'll be something where um you know it'll make it appear that edge gets disqualified or something um because you need a way to get daniel bryan in there you have to protect edge um yeah you're, you're not gonna, gonna have, have edge take lose. a pinfall before wrestlemania there's no yep. way so that's why it needs to be a count out or yeah. a dq i agree um so i mean because i mean if you're roman because i was i was thinking like oh could roman reigns screw edge but if you're roman reigns or jay uso or um Paul Heyman, you don't want a triple threat match, right? You want a one on one. Exactly. Match. Yeah. Um, the only other direction I was thinking of is if you have Edge and Jay, I mean Daniel Bryan and Jay Uso, the winner gets to be in a triple threat match because Jay Uso is going to probably be like, no, I deserve it, but we're going to have to find a way to write him out and not not be in there. Um, but I think this is probably the cleanest and quickest way um, to get that triple threat match. So. Honestly, I think they'll probably just open a show saying they have a major announcement for the regarding WrestleMania later that night. Ugh. And that'll that'll be it. It's not going to be anything like that. They're not, I don't think they're going to put Edge in the ring till WrestleMania again because they don't want to risk him getting hurt. Right. Uh, so if they so. did tease, if they did tease that, then I would have Edge interrupt and be like, "You're not making this a triple threat match," you know, and you know what I mean, like, or something like that, right. and try to stop it from happening. Um. All right, Intercontinent. I, I, I like right. how they built it so far. So. Yeah, so we'll see what direction we'll they see. go. They have a, they're, 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 the, the lanes of where they're going are running low, but they're going to get there. Yeah. Um, Intercontinental title. Um, Did you forget Lashley and McIntyre? No, because they're on Raw, buddy. We're on SmackDown oh. right now. Oh, I, for, 
I just I didn't scroll down to the bottom. I uh, it's okay. That's why I'm not seeing what you're seeing. I was on uh, <laughs> I was on I was on uh, went right below the uh, raw review and went right to the WrestleMania booking. Oh no, yeah, because I, so, I, I there we go. down below. Yeah. All right, I'm in the right spot now. <laughs> I'm on the same page. Okay, there, there we, we go. go. Um, I see title. So we talked about before the booking of Fast Lane um, appear. You know, made it that this is going to continue. Um, and I think this will culminate with a last man standing match mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Really not much else you can really go with this unless you're putting a cage or a hell in the cell, which I don't think you'll do. Um, a Big E will make the challenge. And I think Apollo accepts by attacking him again and putting him through some of those Thunderdome uh, panels there. That would be, I want to, I want to see, start to see the decimation of the Thunderdome. So like if they have like, <laughs> And they just section. don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what exactly yeah. what I'm that I'm pitching. You have him go through and break a few of them, so they're there as a reminder. So even, excuse me, even on Raw, they're like when they see those screens out. So even if it's on that hard camera side, there's a couple on the third row or whatever yep. where it's just there and it's just a reminder. So every time someone sees it, they're like, oh yeah, Biggie and Biggie and Apollo. And then that's a better build than really anything else. Just a, a couple broken screens as a reminder. After a few weeks, they're like, this place is a dump. We're moving out. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, but I think that we'll, we'll get that match official on Friday. Um, so the SmackDown tag titles, again, we need to muddy it up some more. So this week, I, I want to start with booking the Street Profits beating Alpha Academy. Um, so this will give each of them one win over the other. And then what I'll look for in the next, either the, the rest of this week and next week is that one of the singles from each of those three tag teams will face either Ziggler or Rude. And each of the Ziggler or Rude will lose each of those matches. Okay. So you have the tag teams, which are all one, one, and one. And you have Ziggler and Rude losing to each, someone from each of the tag teams in a singles match. So there's no one clear contender. Um, so we'll just keep muddying it up until we finally get this fatal four-way yeah um, i mean i think that's where they're headed so i like it just yeah. keep let's don't, keep, let's don't just keep doing it yeah don't have the actual people who are, don't have the four teams face off yet that's ridiculous you don't need right. to see that a week beforehand to build up just this guy from this team that team two yep. teams just facing each other you, you don't you don't want to see 50 50 booking usually but this no. is actually a case yeah. for the story where you want the 50 50 booking. exactly um SmackDown women's title. So Sasha and Bianca, they're finally starting to hate each other, which is good. Um, I wrote Banks slapped the mess out of Belair after they lost their match <laughs> at Fastlane. Um, and Sasha, she's still showing those heel tendencies. Um, I think she'll still get, I think she'll get booed when the live audience is returned. Possible. So what I would like to see is an episode of, and I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but I want to see an episode of Ding Dong Hello with Bailey. We haven't First seen her in a few weeks. Stated. Right. Um, have her bring up Bianca Belair. All right. They're having their thing. Then the, then the doorbell ring and they're having their, you know, in the ring, the, the door is there. And then the doorbell rings. Actually, I want to see Belair come through the door. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Bailey wants them to, then they're going to do their interview. They go back and forth, but then the doorbell rings again. And then Sasha Banks is behind it. So it's some camera work and then beat the hell out of Bianca Belair. Just destroy her with chairs and all that stuff which would cement the heel turn. But then I think the interesting piece with Bailey would be like, Oh my God, I have, I have Sasha Banks back. She she's my friend again. You know what I mean? With all this. And then Banks lays out Bailey as well. Um, which would just kind of add another layer to this Sasha Banks character. 
Um, I don't. I know you want. I, I know you think they're going to turn Bianca heel, I but I, I just I don't see it happening. I, I can't. I can't see it yet. Um, I just think that's one reason they're pushing her as all of a sudden so sweet and innocent after being so powerful was, and I, I'm assuming they have any idea where they're going here. Yeah. Uh, is is because they're going to turn her heel to beat Sasha. Maybe not, but it'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, so I, I think interjecting Bailey and Bailey thinking that she has evil banks back and banks actually hitting her as well. Could be a fun, fun little story piece there. Get Bailey back on TV. Get her doing something. I still want to see that sabotage piece where someone's sabotaging her show and eventually over the months it's, it's Becky Lynch. I think that's, that'd be fun. That'd, yeah, that'd be nice. Um, women's tag titles. Again, this is something else we need to muddy up a bit. Um, Natalia and Tamina over the fast, fast, past few weeks have interjected themselves. Um, this week, let's book Tamina one-on-one with Nia Jax, just as like a teaser, because um, everyone would really want to see that. I think that would be a fun match if they got a bunch of time. Um, but we'll see Jax still having more of her focus on Reginald than Shayna Baszler. Um, and this, again, will be a screwy finish. I think we'll see the riot squad finally coming back out and we'll see the three teams kind of squaring off. So you have Jackson Baszler, Tamina and Natalia and the riot squad to try to, to try to set up a WrestleMania match, but okay. this will actually roll over into raw. So I'm going to, I'm going to wait as we talk about raw, cause this is going to roll over. Um, we're at, we'll have some cross brand. We need some cross brand interaction in order to make this work. And I think it's coming. Um, Non-title program, so we haven't seen Cesaro in a couple weeks, but this week let's have Nakamura and Cesaro confront Rollins. Um, they're going to challenge him to a tag match, and Rollins will need to find a partner. And we'll have Murphy be the one who offers, but will be denied. Um, and I actually sat for a while, I'm like, who could Rollins have as a partner in this match that makes sense? Um, the only person that came up that came into my mind was King Corbin. Um, so if we have Corbin just as for a one-off team with Rollins, Rollins and Corbin win. They beat Cesaro and Nakamura. Then Rollins, like then Rollins tries to court, and I wrote pun intended, that is, Corbin. That that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tries to court Corbin, but unsuccessful. So then we can continue to paint this picture as Corbin not needing anyone. Um, we can further the storyline, with which will have Cesaro and Rollins at Mania. Um, we can have Corbin being kind of this independent person. And this is one where I wrote, like, I'm desperate to have a superstar shakeup after WrestleMania. But I would put Baron Corbin on Raw and have him, and I would put literally the night of the shakeup, I would put the US title on him and I would give him a sustained run for a while. Um, I think he needs to, he needs a new group of people there. He, yes, needs, he needs to do something much. else. Um, so let's get, have him come in, beat Riddle that night, and then, or Sheamus, whoever it might be at that point. And then just they'll probably be riddle, and then just give him that that well deserved run. He needs it. Um, so we'll. I think that that has some some potential there. I think. Um, and then the only other thing is we need to further the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens feud. And I think we'd I'd like to see something with like highlights of their rivalry through the years, just you know, it's not the typical build. Um, I want to see Kevin Owens kidnap Sami Zayn's film crew. <laughs> oh, enough of the kidnapping. There's, there's three kidnappings a week. I know, but, you know, you need to do something because you need to separate Sami from his film crew. Um, the alternate 
and I, 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 had, I put two things on here. The other idea would be to Sammy doing a promo and he starts showing footage from his, from his new movie. But then Kevin Owens taking over the, like in the middle of the video, it's Kevin Owens taking over the video. That'd be funny. Um, so I think either way, that would, that would work. Or if Zane Zane thinks it's the actual documentary and it's just Owens talking crap. Exactly. That'd be funny. Yeah. No, Sammy, you're insane. That's not true. Or like when Sammy says something, it's like, look, look, this is that. And then Kevin, Kevin Owens just says the voiceover. Actually, Sammy, your foot was on the rope, you know, or something, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Something to that effect. That would be fun. So not to cut you off, Jason, we got a little bit of uh, breaking news here. I just saw on uh, a Bleacher Report that uh, Kane is the newest member of the WWE Hall of Fame. Good. Good That's that's, that's another big man to replace Batista. That's great. Yeah, and it's fitting. I mean, he belongs, so it's not like a fill-in for no reason. So Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Definitely, definitely belongs, so that's that's good to see. And he's still here to enjoy it, so that's good as well. Congrats, Mayor. Um, Yes, (laughs) yes. Very well deserved, so... That'd be cool. It'd be, un- it'd be interesting to see. Maybe next week we'll we can talk about well, we have Molly Holly, Eric Bischoff, and Kane. Um, we can take predictions on who we think would induct induct them. Um, I can only okay. think of one person okay. for Molly Holly th- that makes sense. Um, but for Bischoff and for Kane, there's a lot of different choices there. Um, see, it'd be easy for me for Bischoff. I'd say Hogan, but Hogan's going to be inducted too. That's what I'm saying. So that's the problem. Yeah. That's that. That's why I'm saying it's a little more complex. I I mean, unless you want to just do it now real quick, since we're in the middle, let's just think of that now. So we'll, we'll call an audible. It's fine. Okay. Uh, Molly Holly. I can only think of one person who would be, um, who do you think? I think it would be the hurricane. That's the, that's the only one. That, that would be, yeah, sense. that'd be very fitting. I either, like that. either him or Trish Stratus. So, Hurricane. I think the hurricane would be good. Because it can't be Jamal, obviously. Yeah. um, So I think Hurricane or Trish Stratus, I'm assuming, would be one of those. Um, It can't be Spike. I mean, not Spike. um, Crash. Right. I I think Hurricane's a perfect. Or, or I mean, did did she have much interaction with Bob Holly, with Hardcore Holly? I don't think they had too much. I don't think so. No. Just the name, right? So. I don't know if Bob Holly and the company are on the best of terms right now. Right. So, so I don't, yeah, I don't think all that right. would happen. So, I mean, Hurricane or Trish Stratus, I think, would probably the. I'm going to go with Bischoff. Hurricane. Yeah. Bischoff. Uh, there's one that comes immediately to mind, uh, which is, in my mind, DDP. Ooh. Uh, but then the other one, and the more likely one I actually think it's going to be, it's going to be Bruce Pritchard. I think both of those are very possible, honestly. I think, I think it probably leans more towards DDP because they don't tend to like to have their higher-ups be the right. ones to induct people. Bruce would be good. Um, Arn. Arn. Could be any no, of those guys. Uh, I don't think it would be Arn or – I was thinking Shivani possibly too because they were friends going back, but they both work for AW, so does yeah. Arn. Exactly. So I, I think uh, I think you're hitting on the head. DDP is a real good guess. If not, you could see Bruce do it. Yeah, so um, – and then Kane. Oh. The obvious choice is Paul Bearer, but we know that can't happen. Of course. Um, Taker, but I don't think they'd waste Taker as a... As a... I, yeah, I don't think they'd have him show up unless right. he was going to be inducted as well. Exactly. Um, hmm. Let's see. It could see. be Jamie Noble. It could be... Um, or... Um, uh, who's the other one? Joey Mercury. Could be one of those guys. It could be Orton. No, Orton's in the middle of a feud. It wouldn't be Orton. Um, I can see. Oh, I got it. 
if DDP does induct Bischoff, I could see Pritchard doing this one because he's always said Kane is one of the characters he is most proud of helping create. Right. No, I I got it. I got it. It's Jerry Lawler. Because he's the one who introduced Isaac Yankum in at the very beginning. You're right, yeah. And and so when we go backwards here, I think that could be it. It could be. And he had him down there in Memphis for a while, too. I think it might be Jerry Lawler would be be the guy. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. So that's good. Nice little breaking news here. Yeah. Um, Kane getting into WWE Hall of Fame. Very cool. Um, All right. Let's get into Raw, March 29th. So we know Lashley and McIntyre are well established. I think the story this week is going to be the split in the Hurt Business, um, which we can complete this week. So throughout the night, we're going to, we need to build a six-man tag match. All right, so it'll be Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander, and Shelton Benjamin versus Drew McIntyre and two other people. So we need, so we need McIntyre to try to find two other people. Sheamus obviously makes sense, kind, well, kind of makes sense, but for what, for what I have booked here, he needs to be somewhere else for right now. So I'll, we'll have Riddle take a spot because he's an overface, and okay. I needed a third big face. And we need someone. We need someone else. I couldn't think of anyone else, so I put Damian Priest in there. He doesn't really fit into this, but I think just getting him into a six-man tag match for the story purposes would work. Um, but yeah, Drew Mc... spot for Keith Lee to return. Exactly. So it's Drew McIntyre plus two. Yeah. I don't. I honestly, I don't care who the two are because it's this is going to be about the hurt business right. and Drew McIntyre. That's kind of the thing. So. Um, I want to see the match end with Alexander and Benjamin attacking Lashley, making it appear that they're in league with McIntyre. So mm. they go through, okay. they beat him down, they go through, they, they clap, they, you know, they're not shaking hands or hugging him, but they're going to go, they're going to smack him on the back, give him thumbs up and smiles and leave the ring. And McIntyre is going to be like, what the hell is going on? Here? What is going on? Yeah. But it's going to make it appear, you know what I mean? In MVP and Lashley's eyes that McIntyre has sided with them. And it'll kind of leave us with a cliffhanger like, hey, was Drew actually with them or not? Um, and I didn't actually book a conclusion to that because I think this is so far-fetched, but I think it would work. But if it, if it does go somewhere down this line, then we can book what's going to happen next. But I think leaving it as almost like a cliffhanger like, hey, did McIntyre know that, you know, was, is he in league with these guys or is it something completely different? Be a perfect um, spot for a double turn. Exactly. Well, actually, an MVP exactly. go face and turn McIntyre back heel. Exactly. Um, the only part I ignored, which we might see throughout the night, is how Lashley was trying to put like a bounty on McIntyre's head. So I can see different people backstage trying to attack him. But like you had the schlubs, right? You had Tazawa, Lucha House Party. But then you had Ricochet there too, which I don't like lumping into that comp- lumping in there. I think it's a good time for Ricochet to actually do something, mm-hmm. either A, protect McIntyre, or more likely B, actually do something to align himself with Bobby Lashley and MVP in a new Hurt business. Um, it will finally get to that point, which I've been dying for them to have. So it's like all the pieces are right there to set up these, these two new factions and reset all that. Um, let's just see if we can actually get there. They just don't seem to know how to build and maintain factions anymore. Right. Unfortunately. Right. So her business, her business should have been a several year run before they got to this point and they just fast tracked it. Yeah. 
So I think a lot's going to change when the fans are back and if they're actually going to go to different places in the country and not just Florida. So um, that'll actually obviously change the booking a bit too. Um, let's have, so anything else you want to add anything on that? Or are you good? Nope, I'm good. All right. U.S. title. Um, we'll have Sheamus beat Ali just because we need some U.S. title implications. Um, I want to see Ali continue his downward trend. But again, long-term setup for him to join up with Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Um, and I want to see Sheamus lay down the challenge for Riddle for WrestleMania. Makes sense. Yeah. Although I think Riddle still go the way they're booking them. As much as I don't want it to happen, Riddle's probably going to go over. But regardless, I'm going to book Sheamus to win. So I don't like, I don't like Riddle. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Um, raw tag titles. AJ's going to look for vengeance after losing to Kofi. Um against Xavier Woods and we'll have AJ win with a Styles clash after um, a failed attempt to distract by Kofi. I think almost will give Kofi a big bump through the announce table, which will lead to the AJ win. I think you have to 50, 50 book these guys up through WrestleMania. You can't. Have, oh yeah. When, yeah. When it's not, like this. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, especially if, if almost his first match is um, at WrestleMania, you can't have AJ going one-on-one for the next four weeks, you know, for four weeks straight leading up to it. You know what I hope they don't do is the, the go-home show, say, oh, almost his first match in WWE or on TV and just have it then to try to right. show you he can perform, which is something they would do. It's like, right. no, no, let it be Mania. Let it be a mystery till then. Exactly. Like, like Diesel on Superstars. Like, hey, here's yes. Diesel Superstars. And then the next week, hey, he's going for the IC title. Like, yep. the hell? Like, how does that happen? Uh, yeah. Um, Raw women's title. We need Rhea Ripley to have a squash match against someone. I don't, and they're not going to use local. And the only person I can think that they could squash is poor Peyton Royce. I think that will give the illusion of Rhea squashing Peyton Royce because Peyton actually gave Asuka a good match. So that's going to build Rhea up more. And then I want to see Asuka come down and just green miss Ripley. I know, again, this is another one where you think Rhea is going to come back as a heel. I actually think that's what's going to happen, but Mm -hmm. I still want to book Asuka as the heel. Sure. Um, because you, you also can just book them as just not liking each other and both being kind exactly. of in between. That's very but, that's, that's fine too. Yeah, but I'm I'm trying to keep in mind like the how the uh, audiences are going to react right, when right. they come back because that's that's a huge piece of of what's actually going to happen, right? How, what we anticipate the audience to do. I'm anticipating that they're going to boo Oscar and that they're going to cheer Ripley. They're gonna they're gonna boo Oscar because she's going up against Ripley. Exactly. Like there's no was, way some of these people get booed. Right. If it was right. Oscar versus Hell, if it was Oscar versus Charlotte, Oscar would be getting the cheers. Yes. But since it's Oscar versus Re- Oscar versus Rhea, yep. it'll be, you know, let's turn on. Uh, we either need Oscar to go away, or we need to turn her heel. And we've been saying that for weeks now. I need something. Um, women's tag titles. I want to book this very similar to SmackDown, um, where we're gonna have Jackson Baszler out there. We're gonna have Naomi and Lana out there. Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, and they're all gonna go at it. But this time. I want to see the Riot Squad and Natalia and Tamina all enter the fray. So I want to see the SmackDown teams come down together to have all five teams in the ring at once. Ten women just beating the crap out of each other and just establishing this multi-woman tag match cross-brand. And then hopefully we can book some cross-brand matches over the next few weeks, at least to keep it fresh. Because when we only have two two title-contending teams right now with Jackson Baszler, it's just it's getting repetitive. So if we can throw Riot Squad versus 
uh, Naomi and Lana. You know what I mean? Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus Natalia and Tamina and get those cross-branded stuff happening. Absolutely. That, yep. that would work. So Definitely. Um, anything you want to interject on any of these before I move on to these last one, two, three? Uh, no, I'm good. All right, so um, let's go Bad Bunny. He's scheduled to go one-on-one with The Miz, but we should turn that. We need to turn this into a tag team match to protect Bad Bunny. Um, Rascally Rabbit. And obviously it's Damian Priest and John Morrison. Um, we'll have Bad Bunny taking a beating from Miz and Morrison until Priest comes in for the save, and that's when Priest will make the challenge for a tag match. Sounds good. Um, like that. Pre- pretty standard, pretty standard uh, booking with that. We need Teddy Long. If we do, right? It's going to be a tag team match playoff. Um, what do you want to do first? You want to do Orton or you want to do Shane McMahon? Uh, let's let's close it out with your favorite. We'll we'll do Shane McMahon. First. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> trying to salvage this. Good so, luck. Shane McMahon said he'd take on Braun Strowman in any match. So, that leaves us with a whole bunch of things. And now, when people are thinking, you're thinking, all right, what it could it be? Typical cage match. Hell in a Cell. Last Man Standing. Iron Man. Nolds Bard. Ambulance match. There's a whole bunch of different things. Inferno buried alive, whatever you want to do. What I'm going to do is I want to book. This is so stupid and it's already stupid. I'm going to use that word on purpose. Let's say, all right, you know what? I'm going to challenge you to a boardroom match. And that's what Roman's going to say to a boardroom match. And we're going to make it a cinematic match between these two. I'm going to challenge you to a math contest. Exactly. Like <laughs> if we're going to go stupid, let's just go yeah, full stupid. Exactly. Right. Let's have them fight at WWE headquarters in a cinematic match where Shane gets just destroyed at the headquarters. And that's it. Like if, if we have to do something, cause the more this is going, I'm, I don't think it, or, and then, well, last year there were two cinematic matches, one on each night. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to do two, we could do that again, one on each night. However, I think that this is what the, the, the direction they're going to go. Um, I don't think they're going to have a traditional match because if you need some sort of stipulation and you, you need something different, we've seen the ambulance match just last, last October with McIntyre and Orton. We've seen the last man standings. We just had hell in a cell. We've seen cage matches. You know what I mean? They're not going to do an Iron Man match, of course, but like we need something different than that. So they're going to come up with something stupid. Yeah, exactly. Cinematic. Um, you know, I'll I'll do a one hand behind my hand, you know, which makes no sense. I'll beat you with one hand tied behind my back. But if Strowman's picking the step, obviously. You know. I just don't even know why this match or storyline needs to be a thing. Right. So it just let's just for me. I I mean, my only hope is that this just permanently puts Shane McMahon off of television. Maybe that's yeah. it. Actually, that's the match. I want you in a regular match, but if I win, then you're never on TV again. Although they tried that before, but like it's almost time where that could actually be quasi true. Or, or at least when they can, say that, he'll be off for like a year, and that's good enough for me at this point. They could even do it where like he loses all power to be a performer, right? Well, not power, like he's a superhero, but like he can't. He can only be an executive or there in an official capacity. He can't be there to interfere with anything. Now, typical. Now, here's what they could would do, even though no one wants this. Braun Strowman beats down Shane McMahon so bad that Shane McMahon actually turns stupid. <laughs> he turns into, they do a Eugene angle. Exactly. That's the <laughs> other thing. Like, I wouldn't uh, put it past him. Wouldn't put it past him one bit. Um, 
for help. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be popular, but they have a a, a black man uh, pretending to be a Nigerian prince walking around with a spear, and they're bringing Hulk Hogan back. So, somebody right. is very clearly not reading the room. Right. And Hulk Hogan with Titus O'Neil after all that, after that whole backlash from a couple it, years ago. Yeah. Well, that says a lot about Titus. Right. Right. The kind of person he is. So. No, Titus is like, I want to get on TV again. Um, yeah. And then... I don't actually have much here. This is more discussion than actually booking. So we'll have Orton accept the match from The Fiend. There's really not much else he can do. Hopefully it's a Firefly Funhouse match where he, again, he goes through all his, what did, I can't remember what Alexa Bliss said. We talked about it the last few weeks where he'll go through his, his past and has to relive all the bad things he's done or whatever yeah. it was. Um, but all signs right now point to him having an in-person match. Um, and I think they're actually going to probably book like an Inferno match because they're doing so much with fire. But that's how they got into this mess to begin with. I guess that makes sense. They started this way. They closed it that way. Right. Know. But like you're you're with fans again. Yeah. You're not going to want to do an Inferno, a live Inferno match. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know, man. So I don't know. But I wrote, hopefully Randy Orton will burn and take some time off and Bray Wyatt can be reborn. Yeah. Um, I think re re. Um, that Bray Wyatt being reborn piece is going to be huge and, and, and pay this whole thing off. So I hope there's a good payout to this because they have had it stretch out for a long, long time. Right. Um, all right. Let's get into some bookings. I know we're going a little bit longer than usual right now, but it's okay. Um, Money in the Bank coming up. I mean, I only put two potential participants for each match down so far. Like people who are kind of floundering who need to do something. Yep. I put Corbin and Rollins. As, as men's participants and Bailey and Carmella as women's participants. Okay. Those, are, those are all SmackDown people. Hadn't really thought about the Raw one too much quite yet. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about that as the weeks progress. But right now yeah. the focus should be on Mania. Right. Um, so we'll run through the, pr- the predicted card as of right now. And it's pretty much taking shape. I don't see too, too much changing, actually. Um, Lashley, McIntyre, we know that's happening. Absolutely. Reigns, Edge, and Bryan. I, we should have that confirmed in the next 48 hours, 20, you know, probably 36 hours. If you're listening to this, when this drops, um, I think we'll get now Biggie and Apollo in that last man standing match. You know, I'll say this much. When you first said that you called that one a while back, which one last man standing Biggie and Apollo. Yeah. I, I and, wanted that for fast lane though, but not for, uh, yeah, but you still called it and I didn't see it happening, but the way they've been going yeah. where they just continue to beat each other down after the match, and they keep saying this can't end with just a, a three count. Right. This is absolutely where they're going. Yeah. So I agree 100% on this one. Awesome. Um, U.S. title, Sheamus first riddle. Um, again, you need you need that title defended on Mania. They started yep. planting the seeds. May as well do something. Absolutely. SmackDown tag title, the Fatal 4-Way, Rude and Ziggler, Street Profits, Mysterios, Alpha Academy. I think that one's pretty much I, – I would, I, would, I, would, I would hard pencil that one in. Oh, I would say so. Um, New Day versus AJ and, and Omos. That's already official. Ripley and Asuka. That's official. Um, Sasha and Belair. That's official. And then this five women. I put a five women elimination tag team match. Jackson Baszler and Natalia Tamina, Morgan and Brooke, Riot Squad, Naomi and Lana. And if they do that, I'm putting I'm, I'm putting Natalia and Tamina over if they, if that Wait, match actually happens. Isn't Liv Morgan in the Riot Squad? Ah. Not Liv Morgan. Oh, you mean um, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. Okay, yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, say I just, that. I just, 
It was no, no, I, I, I got distracted by the blondes. <laughs> Mandy Rose uh, and Dana Brooks. It happens. It's a real thing. But if this does happen, um, I think if Natalia and Tamina are in a tag match at WrestleMania for the titles, they walk away. Regardless if it's one-on-one, a triple threat, a fatal four-way, an eight-pack challenge, whatever the hell they might do, I think they come out on top regardless. I wouldn't mind seeing that, um, so that'd be good. Exactly. It'd be fresh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which would lead to Nia and Shayna at, at SummerSlam. That's, that's, that's where I would build. Um, other matches, Randy Orton and The Fiend. I put Inferno match. I'm hoping I'm wrong, and it's a Firefly Funhouse match. Miz and Morrison versus Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Um, Strowman versus Shane McMahon. I took away Shane. I took away the mystery partner for Shane McMahon. They, at this point, I think they'll go cinematic yeah, match. I do too. Um, Sammy and Kevin, Seth Rollins and Cesaro, mm-hmm. and then the two battle royals. It, real, um, real quick, remember yeah. a couple a couple of episodes ago, I was saying with the battle royals, they need to have them mean something, right? Because right now, I mean, it, it, it's no disrespect to anybody who's won or performs in it, but it's just a bathroom break to me, honestly. Right at this point, what about? Considering Money in the Bank is now the show after Mania, what about if you win you're your, uh, whether you're the men's or the women's battle royal? If you win, instead of having to qualify for the Money in the Bank, you get an automatic entry into the ladder match. That would be great. It, it means something. Idea. Yeah. And then you can be like, oh, I'm already in. I have my shot at it. And, and it gives them something to shoot for. It's not just there to fill up space. Right. So I think that would be that's, cool. That's a great idea. In that case, I, I would keep Bailey in as the women's winner and then mm-hmm. the men's winner. Um, I'd keep it the way you have it. I think that's fine. Carrying cross. Yeah. I mean, it depends if he's if he wins the NXT title, then that's not going to happen. Um, because he's I think he's against Finn Balor during the uh the NXT show was there. So, um, we'll, we'll see. That could be again a Keith Lee spot. It could be a Baron Corbin spot again. I mean, even though Corbin's won the Battle Royal once and he's been the Money in the Bank winner, you know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into our top five. Um, this week we did top five WrestleMania surprises, other than Brock Lesnar losing, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar beating Undertaker. So, and um, just to clarify, these aren't necessarily matches; these are just things that happened. Exactly. To us exactly. That like, oh wow, look at that. Okay, just just kind exactly. of exactly. I mean, most of mine were results. I did have a spot on mine. Yes. Um, and more, actually, four out of five were recent for me. Um, when I came down to it, making my list and, and pared it down. Okay. Four out of five ended up being more of recent ones. So, but it's okay. I don't care. They're still fun for me. Um, I think I went first last week, so I'll let you go first this week. All right, number five WrestleMania surprise for me is uh, the Matt and Jeff Hardy returning at WrestleMania 33. Uh, they had just finished up, I believe, a run in TNA, and they were doing some Ring of Honor stuff, and it was it, it seemed it seemed like they were not going to be available, even though there was some rumors they were going to be there, uh, and they did a great job of hiding it. This is one of the few times I've actually been surprised in the last couple of years. Yeah. When the New Day came out on stage, and said, this is going to be uh, – there's another team added Fatal to this match. Four-way. Yeah, and you thought Everyone it was going to be them. them. And then a yeah. Hardy's music hit and the place lost its mind. I was, I actually got really excited when that happened. I was like, oh, yeah. damn, look at that. I was right so, there with you, man. That yeah. was a great moment. Absolutely. Yeah, so. I loved it. I agree. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, whoops. My number five is Randy Orton's RKO on Seth Rollins from the curb stomp Ooh, at yeah. WrestleMania 31. That was awesome. Um, that finish was so good. And 
it was funny because you could see it, you could see it coming the way Orton how high Orton was, mm-hmm. um, but like the way that Seth, you know, got that air trying to get the curb stomp that reversed into the RKO was awesome. But I mean, Seth Rollins left that night winning anyways, as as uh, you know, he cashed in that night. So you have you have two guys who are both incredibly smooth in the ring, and that that just showed when you got two guys yeah. who are good together what can happen. So. Oh, that was such a fun spot. I, I rewatched that six or seven times that night. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. Uh, four, <laughs> you mentioned it earlier. Hulk Hogan winning the WWE title after the main event at WrestleMania 9. Um, even as a kid, I was kind of questioning what the hell was going on. Right. It's not hard for me to remember what WrestleMania it is. I'm as old as WrestleMania, so I was nine <laughs> years old. I was nine, and uh, I was I was a little Hulkamaniac when I was a kid. I was kind of losing its luster at when I started becoming 9, 10, 11 years old. I started, you know, rooting for guys like Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, those types. Um, it was just shocking. It was like they build up this entire card, and then all of a sudden Hogan walks away. It's like, wait, what? What really happened? Right, and he was in this meaningless tag match beforehand. Where yeah, he didn't even I, win the tag titles. It was just like. I didn't watch it live. My, grand, my grandfather actually watched it, taped it for me, and I asked him. I said, hey, so who, who's the champion? Did Bret Hart do? And he goes, no, Hogan's the champ. And I'm like, wait, what? What the hell are you talking about, Grandpa? Grandpa, did you take your medicine? Exactly. This isn't WrestleMania 6. That's not what I was asking you. Or five. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that was that was something. Um, my oh, – stop it. My number four is Zack Ryder winning the Intercontinental Championship in the ladder match at WrestleMania 32. Um, so the build to this one was um, – who was the champ? Was it Kevin Owens or was it the no? It was Kevin Owens. Was I think it was Owens, champ. yeah. And he was going to give people a chance at the title at WrestleMania. And the whole thing was built like it came out to be Stardust, Zack Ryder, and Kalisto. I think it was who were going to get the shot at the titles. The title, like not you know low mid card guys, um, not like the you know the ended up being Sami Zayn, The Miz, and someone else in there yep. to make it seven. Um, but the, the build to it, like, oh, these, these guys deserve it. You know I mean? They're trying to get an easier matchup. Yeah, that was. Um, so, yeah. so Zack Ryder winning was pretty cool. Uh, number three, the WrestleMania 10 ladder match between HBK and Razor Ramon. Uh, I had never seen anything like it. Uh, you can still go back and watch that and it'll, st- it'll, it'll stack up to any ladder match you've ever seen. It is just from start to finish, it's a masterpiece. And I don't really know what else I can say about it, but I was in awe as a ten year old sitting there going, What am I looking at here? Like this is this is one ladder. One ladder. He didn't have forty five ladders, he had one ladder. Uh and it just they they made it I don't know. We're well, we're going to thirty seven now, so we're twenty seven years later, and I can tell you there's been Maybe with the exception of some of the TLC matches, which are are different, so I don't even put them in the same category necessarily. Uh, there's never been a ladder match where I went. I was just in awe of it the same way. Yeah, that that was a really good one. Um, and that one, it just lives forever. That's mm-hmm. that's a good one. My number three was Asuka's undefeated streak coming to an end, uh, yeah. being broken by Charlotte at WrestleMania 34. And this one was kind of the more disappointing WrestleManias, in my opinion, result-wise, where you had Nakamura and Asuka 
as your Royal Rumble winners, but then neither of them won the title. Both losing clean. Yeah. Um, it made me... <laughs> I, I, ha- I had some some diversity thoughts, I guess would be the best way to say yeah, it. Yeah, you know, on, you wonder, on how, yeah. On how that whole booking <laughs> went down. Um, almost like Taker streak or Goldberg streak, right? Like you, you want it to be you want it to be um, impactful when the streak is broken and having Charlotte break that streak by defending her title, not winning the title, defending her title. Um, ah, just didn't work for me. Yeah. I think the feeling that the outcome is a little bit different if she wins the title and beats Oscar as opposed to, because that makes it look like she can, she can beat the undefeated Oscar. Whereas it makes it look like the other way around Oscar just can't match up to Charlotte. Right. So, I mean, like you said, if Asuka was champ, then that's one thing. But I think Asuka taking the title and then whoever takes the title off Asuka, then that person is, that could have been the Becky Lynch spot. You know what I mean? That could have been a Bailey spot, something like that. So, yeah. All right. Uh, You mentioned this one a few moments ago as well. Uh, Without (laughs) without knowing it was on my list. Uh, Seth Rollins cashing in the Money in the Bank contract during the main event of WrestleMania 31 between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and winning the title. Uh, the WrestleMania main event has always seemed kind of like sacred ground. It's usually, whether a heel or a face wins, it's usually not a lot of outside interference. Um, so uh, when you heard Rollins' music hit, when both Brock and Roman were down, it was like, no way, they're really going to do this. Yeah, And they did. And Although technically, because he had the contract, it wasn't interference. He was interjecting himself in the match. So. Right. That still kind of holds holds ground there. But, yeah, I was shocked at the outcome of that. Uh, I was sure the way they were building Roman, this was going to be his coronation. But I love the fact they swerved us. And then we got heel Rollins for several months with just magnificent. I, right. I, uh, and, it, and it took perfect. him tearing his ACL to drop it, too, I yes. believe, right? So, yes. Yep. And then Roman gets the title for two minutes and something seconds just to drop it to Sheamus <laughs> cashing Sheamus, in. Yeah. So it's like, it was a, yeah, it was cool. Um, my number two was already mentioned. If we have a repeat, it's the Hardy Boys returning at WrestleMania 33. So, oh okay, um, I won't I won't get back into it. I won't <laughs> say the same thing. Yeah, I actually I have a sneaking suspicion our number ones are the same. Really? Um, but let's see. Uh, well, since I kind of ruined your number two, do you want to go and, and say your number one then? No, 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 no. It's fine. All right, number one for me, Steve Austin, uh, joining Vincent. Vincent Kennedy McMahon uh, in turning heel at the end of WrestleMania 17. All right, um, we're not the same. I, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't see it coming. You thought when, when McMahon came down because of the history with The Rock. I mean, looking back on it, hindsight's twenty twenty. It's like, oh, of course that's what's going to happen. But obviously that's hindsight. In the moment, I had no idea what was going to happen. And I'm usually pretty good at picking up on where stories are going once it's laid out in front of me. Yeah. Um, I was just shocked, and everybody, everybody I know, who was watching, I was watching with a bunch of my cousins, and they were all like, "Oh, screw Steve Austin, that guy sucks." So I got to play troll for a while and, and right. tell him he made the right choice, and Austin's still awesome, and he's better than The Rock, and yeah, they didn't want to talk to me for a bit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, um, no, not my number one. So my number one is actually the, the oldest one. So I have kind of four modern ones we can call it. This is one where I was younger, so you would have been ten when this happened. Okay. Um, this is Owen Hart beating Bret Hart mm. in the opening match of WrestleMania 10. Um, clean. Yep. That was and such a good match. It was oh. the first match on the card. And so you good. knew that he was, go- that Bret Hart was. So that match didn't have 
a, a stipulation to it, right? So it's like, oh, we're going to give Bret Hart an extra match because Lex Luger um, or, and Yokozuna would have an extra match. So to make right. it fair, you know, that final match, someone's getting two. Um, so you had Owen and Bret. And the fact that Owen won was and won clean was amazing. Um, and then the fact that Bret wins afterwards – and, the, and you have Owen kind of being like, but I beat you earlier in the night. Mm-hmm. Um, set up that SummerSlam match. I still think Owen should have beat Brett at SummerSlam in the cage match. I think a lot of people think that. Uh, um, yeah, I'd be one of them. Yeah. In hindsight, especially. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that was definitely the uh, my number one. That was such a good WrestleMania. It was. And then you had 11. Um, Oops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so next week so we still have a few before wrestlemania i know we were going to talk about um we wanted to do our favorite wrestlemanias but we'll save that one for our pre-wrestlemania show sounds good um so what do you think for next week um do you want to keep wrestlemania themed or do oh, you want to yeah, do for sure okay um let's see I would say swerves, but that's this is almost as similar as swerves. Kind of the same, yeah. It's the same thing. Um, how about this? Let's do. How about instead of top five, let's do who we think the title matches are going to be for WrestleMania 38. Okay. So we'll do. So next week we'll we'll um, we'll do predictions um, for title matches that we want to see um, for each title. So we'll do the Universal, the WWE title. Um, we can do one of the tag titles, any tag title match, um, Raw Women. We can do a women's match too, or the both women's matches, I guess, because we don't know who's going to be on Raw and who's going to be on SmackDown at that point. Right, right? absolutely right. Raw, SmackDown, um, US, and Intercontinental. So we'll have one, two, three, four, five six so we'll have seven so all the set next week we'll do seven we'll say who we want for each of those matches okay based on current bookings i think that might be fun to see i like and it, we'll, just, we'll, keep, we'll, we'll keep them in we'll just we'll put them up on the website and then we'll just keep them there for the year and we'll see how close we get um, if we get any of the participants right exactly at all. <laughs> exactly um before we get on to the trivia one thing we forgot to mention the fast lane predictions that we made I did um, and the bad. scoring <laughs> huh i did very bad well, we actually ended up tying 42 points really? each. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because some of them, like, you know, I had more winners, but you had more results. So, like, I had, if you had uh, Apollo by pin, um, you know, you still got the pin, right? right. It worked. So, like, if I had, if I had um, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jackson the pin instead of the submission, I would have won something like that. You know what I mean? So, um, but we tied 42 points a piece on that. So I'll, I'll update the website, put the, put our picks up there um, and we'll do the same thing. For, so for WrestleMania, I think we should do two different ones, a Saturday show one and a Sunday show one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll, we'll do both. Um, all right, let's get into the trivia. So we had a double trivia question last week. So first, which wrestler gave both Stone Cold? Actually, let's, I want to do the other one first. Um, which wrestler gave both Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns their first singles losses? Oh. And you um, guess who did you you sent me a guess afterwards and you said I, it was originally I, I guess Cody Rhodes last Cody Rhodes yeah not Cody that, Rhodes I thought that would have been during the, the Rhodes brothers feud with the Shield right so 
I'm going to guess CM Punk. No. The, the answer to this one is The Big Show. Okay. Big Show took both of them. Okay. This other one is a little more innocuous, but if you think it through, you might get it. Um, which wrestler gave both Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock their first singles losses? WWE. F no. at the time. Does his time as the ringmaster count as Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Ken Shamrock? No. Think about who is Stone Cold or who is the ringmaster's first major feud with? Think Caribbean Savio Vega. Yep. Think Caribbean Strap Match. That's what I was going to say. Oh, Savio Vega. Okay. Yep. And then Savio gave The Rock his first loss when Rock was feuding with the Nation of Domination. I, that's um, right. I forgot about that. I forgot he turned heel shortly after his Austin yeah. feud. That's right. Reps because okay. he got hurt, then came back yep. and then turned it. So uh, the Savio Vega one I thought was awesome. And then that is. when it I was, is. and then just as I was watching that same video, I saw a big show with both. So it worked out. This one, I think you'll get this one, but it's fun anyways. What wrestlers made up the briefly known faction that called themselves the Union? Oh, and man. the Union, as a reminder, they went up against the corporation. They were, they were a, a faced faction that was trying to align themselves against the corporation. So I'll let you think that one through. There were four. Four, okay. Um, so that's where we'll leave that. Um, next week, we'll talk more about the build to WrestleMania. Um, we'll see how the card changes. I, I don't think we'll see too much change with the card. No. Um, Probably well, some more stuff set in stone. But. Yeah, we'll set some more stuff in stone. We'll see. You know, we'll If it's just kind of standard boilerplate stuff these next couple weeks, um, we'll maybe we'll do some more future bookings instead. We'll see what money in the bank might look like, the implications after WrestleMania. Maybe we'll talk about people who we might expect to see back after WrestleMania um, because the Raw after WrestleMania with fans. That one, if I was WWE, I'd be I'd be booking that one already, and I'd be that would be the the biggest possible show. Absolutely. So don't forget to give us a like and subscribe. Check us out averagefanofwrestling.com. Check us out on the Twitter ABG Fan Wrestling. Um, let us know what you think. Spread the word. That's the big one. We're just trying to get more people out there listening. Absolutely. Yep. Just two guys talking wrestling, crapping on the product when we can, when we think <laughs> we could do it better. Um, that's that. So anything else you'd like to add, my friend? No, just thanks for listening. And uh, yep, any any suggestions or comments feel free to send them our way yep uh, thank you for joining us and we will see you next time right here on the average fan of wrestling indeed